around the season. What's up, everybody? It's episode 46 of your world-famous, locally-grown Stick and Rink podcast. We cover hockey. That's usually what we do around here. We sit around in a basement. We talk Canucks. We talk guy stuff. We talk world pandemics, uh, the latest value menu trends at McDonald's, pretty much all the essential stuff to being in your 20s. So... Episode 46, let's gear up, let's let it rip like a Beyblade in a frying pan. Alright, what's up boys? You ever play with your brother at Beyblades in a frying pan when you go go down to your kitchen cabinet and grab the biggest frying pan and piss mom off by cutting it up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. your answer? Yeah. You're answering through your ass instead of your mouth today? <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, a little weekly update. Last time I was dying of the Black Plague, and since then Josh has slept with the beast and took one off the ass. <laughs> he is now infected. <laughs> Absolutely dying. Called in sick to work for the second time in history. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the report going around that you're a bitch? <laughs> okay, first of all, uh, I got it from you, so probably. fuck off. Yeah, probably. And you called it, and you're fainting, you fucking pussy. <laughs> At least I'm not fainting. <laughs> my throat is killing me, my head is pounding, but I'm still dealing with your stupid asses. But we're good, we're surviving. We're glad to be back, is what that direct translates to. Yeah. Um, Raph, yeah. how you doing, buddy? Doing great. Nice. I think I got the flu in between you two idiots getting the flu. Is so, that your way? Of, is that your excuse for all the alcohol you drink? Is instead of saying hungover, <laughs> so, now we're saying flu. So, Raph, how's it feel to be I, a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I know the reports. To work six. I can't make it. Oh, my throat hurts. Oh. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off! You've called into you've called into work way more than I have, and you know that's a fact. Probably. Yeah, I don't they, think so. How? Dude, shut the fuck dude, up. Dude, he's only calling twice dude, in, in the like last two and, dude, and a half. I'm not years. even kidding. He's heartstrings right now. Yeah. Look at him. He's getting choked up. In the last three and a half years, yeah. this is my third, uh, fourth time calling in sick. How I'm ma- averaging one day of 365. That's pretty sick. How, but how many times have you called in not sick, but have an emergency STD appointment test? Uh, six times. Okay. So, <laughs> so there you're about yeah, the average person. Okay. Yeah. Most people call in with like a common cold. You're like, yeah, I just got to go get checked up real good. Yeah. Got to find out if I need an emergency, emergency room visit. Just chlamydia pills or yeah. you just pop sex and don't have sex for a week. And then you're a challenge. <laughs> yeah. The only way it's contagious is if I rub my nuts in your food. Before I bring it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to kick this. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of news circulating around even the sports world right now. And being a guy who checks CNN every day, just because I'm educated, uh, I see a lot of news and notes and updates about what to do about the old coronavirus. Yeah. So I think the guys at Stick and Rink Podcast is we kind of wanted to give you guys some tips on on how we're doing our best to prevent the virus and maybe something that you guys can do at your home podcast and things to keep you guys healthy. Okay. To make sure that you're healthy enough to listen to us and waste your time on that. <laughs> uh, Josh, do you got any tips for the listeners at home? Yeah. So... um my 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 commitment to you guys and my commitment to the rest of the podcast out there. Um, tip number one to not spread the coronavirus: stop farting into your microphone. <laughs> Probably okay. not a good idea. Nice. And could, and then also stop letting Raph use that microphone <laughs> twenty minutes later. So stop the spread of microphones. Yeah, correct. Mic- I'm surprised Josh doesn't have pink eye in both eyes right now for that <laughs> microphone. 
or like pink very mouth. Close to his face. Just like a nice like blister right around the mouth. You mean herpes? Something like that. Yeah. I don't let herpes hookers complex. ride my face, Elijah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hop on there like a saddle. Oh god. Dang. Uh, I got a tip here. Uh, it's it's not much of a tip actually. It's more of a a lifestyle change that Josh has done uh, to kind of just do his part in making sure that the spread stops. And I wrote, I think I wrote down that uh, you decided to avoid eating all fresh foods. So that one cucumber that you buy every, every trip is now not happening and it's purely frozen food. That's it. Cause all, all the preservatives just kill any possibility of the coronavirus. Dude, I've been, dude, I've been ahead of the curve. Like everyone freaks out about E. coli. I'm like, I don't buy lettuce. <laughs> I buy fucking taquitos. Let me know when there, let me know when there's a recall when you're not sure what's going into the taquito and then I'll stop buying it. Yeah. You let me know if there's any E. coli rumors in the, in the frozen food aisle and then I'll listen. Yeah. It's about fucking romaine I don't care. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, kidding me? Everyone freaks out about E. coli. I'm like, stop eating healthy. You're fine. <laughs> you nice. stop doing that. Graf, you got any uh, you got any tips, any updates for us? Fuck it. Just get just get sick. Just embrace it. Just get sick, <laughs> embrace it, and then Me. build an immunity. So go hunt out the coronavirus. Yeah. Okay, so just <laughs> get out never, there. <laughs> I, I was going to say something really racist, but I won't. <laughs> no, no, go on. No. I, mean, I guess it's some sort of Asian joke. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's pretty much the standard coronavirus I was just going to say, I'm like, you might as well just go to like one of those random markets and eat like a bat's head or something. Yeah. <laughs> go to the TNT and just find every weird animal that you can eat. Yeah, or, or just go <laughs> stand in Richmond Center for 30 minutes and you'll be nice <laughs> and infected. <laughs> so Raph's tip is just get out there. Be social. Yeah. Yeah. People. meet new people yeah same advice we've what had a better for, time yeah, same thing raffle's been saying for years now it just has a different connotation to it do you, you guys hear that um that flight prices are dropping because of the virus yeah dude 100 that's insane dude there's a cruise ship literally parked outside or docked outside of san francisco like in the open water because yeah. there's like seven people that are infected with coronavirus on yeah. the ship and there's 400 fucking people on that yeah, so, yeah. like dude there's like, a chartered flight could, that's could, bringing could you imagine could you imagine being the rat one of those 400 people that aren't infected you're just like oh my god like i am not gonna leave my room like no. i can't because i've got fucking patient zero outside ready to cough on me when i open my door could you imagine if you were on a plane and you found out that somebody in the plane's uh infected oh, that you would feel worse you, than snakes i, I just yeah, I, be, I just say there's a bomb on the plane and just let it land and be like i'd be like give me off give me off give me off lock myself in the bathroom and just flush the toilet every once in a while for some air <laughs> yeah, yeah stick your face right down the yeah. toilet <laughs> i'm good got my air for the next hour Jesus. Honestly, at no, that point, I think I'd, I'd, I'd hit the fucking oxygen thing. <laughs> the mask just, drops. But, all the masks come down. I'd just be like. <laughs> <laughs> part just of, part of me way. thinks there's some twist. Like, you know, there's twisted fucks out there who like want to hurt people already. Just like, you know, with like these random like van attacks and things like that. Part of me thinks that like someone's gonna go randomly get themselves infected on purpose and then just go into malls and start coughing. Do you, there's there's an article saying that somebody who I, I don't know if it's fake or not, but somebody who met with the president of the United States was infected with coronavirus. <laughs> oh, yeah. so damn! That's, that's the a rise scoop. And fall of Trump's fucking power. <laughs> talk, t- talk about talk about playing the long game with the assassination method. <laughs> <laughs> Gave that bitch coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if you could be charged with anything at that he'll, point. He'll be dead by the end of his second term i don't know who this guy is we need to get him on the podcast yeah. <laughs> sounds like an interesting fella 
The last note I had is that apparently Josh and Raf had agreed to go celibate just for the good of humanity. So, Raf, you got a head start on that one. Good job, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, we're going to need some sacrifice from you here, okay? <laughs> okay? Just keep it in your pants. Okay. Honestly, Josh, is not that hard. Once you make it past the three-month mark, it's all, <laughs> it's all, <laughs> it's all dandy. <laughs> Left hand feels like the right hand feels like the warm hole that we all search for anyway. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so hacky. Who wants to talk some stick and puck? Anybody want to strap them on for a little bit here? Yeah, I'm ready to lace up the skates for a Let's little bit. Mm-hmm. So the old strap Canucks, the our, old, our old friend, the Canucks, the ones that have a direct line to my cardiac system. I pretty much have a pacemaker, <laughs> which they just fuck with yeah. every two days. Um, <laughs> like a so, normal heart rate is beep, beep. Do you like know what that? your rest? Do you know what your resting heart rate is? No. Well, I think it's average is like 65 to 80, yeah. 65 to 75, something like that. Six, yeah. It's between 60 and 80 and mine's 76. Mine's 53. Whoa. So either you have a heart <laughs> like Lance Armstrong or you have super low blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did some tests, but I, I, I noticed this the last time I had sex, actually a couple of times ago, like what it was like extreme cardiac exercise for me. Yeah. Um, I like laid there afterwards <laughs> and my fucking, my, my heart was pounding out of its chest, but it wasn't going fast. It just felt like someone had like a big, big handle and the gong just hitting it. Bang, bang. I was like, holy shit. But it's got a different type of heart. It's yeah. Like, I, I get that way when I'm on the golf course too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then when you putt, there's no heartbeat. No, I actually, actually no, I'm not going to like, uh, say my secrets. It's like, oh, that. okay. Sorry. <laughs> take a deep breath. I, ho- I hold my breath when I putt. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's yeah. your secret. That's no. cheating. <laughs> Why? Can't do that. What if he passes out on the course? <laughs> <laughs> you imagine being on the tee box? And you're like, Josh, you're looking awfully purple. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> go on your back swing. You just pass out. <laughs> Holy shit, that's too good. Where were we? Um, I don't know. We haven't even really started hockey. talking about yeah, we hockey. Said hockey and so since we it. last talked, since you guys last talked, I've been here for a week. Um, yeah, welcome back, by the way. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for holding holding down the fort. Um, for, the, for the record, it took us an hour today to set up. Whereas I think last week without Elijah, it took 10 us minutes. 15 minutes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, how much work did Josh do on setting up? absolutely nothing yeah so it's just you it was you with zero distractions but you we you come in and we distract each other so yeah that's true yeah don't don't lay it all on me like i'm some sort of bad guy i still plugged in three out of three chords today <laughs> yeah because yeah. i did tell you because you almost forgot me, you, you know i got it i took my microphone out of the new case there you go and you put the foamy on it too you put it immediately by your ass and yeah. ripped into it <laughs> not surprisingly <laughs> uh so since we last talked the canucks have played the arizona coyotes and lost mm-hmm. and then we played the colorado avalanche uh with elijah in attendance and we won uh let's talk about the, the coyotes game real quick uh i don't know if you watched i did watch the whole game i was at home devastated yeah with a sickness and enjoying a great hockey game though well i i think the first was it the first goal that was really booty hole yeah it was like up. the deflection behind the net uh, honestly like just watching watching those highlights and just just the overall game in itself like I feel like that was one game where the Canucks just needed that win. Yeah. And, and we said it, I said it when I was last week when you weren't here and you and I both agreed on the most on the other podcast before that one on, on that Sunday. Um, yeah, it was just, just disappointing. I feel like right now, like I was reading an article on TSN today and like the um, title was 
no room for error for the rest of the season for the Canucks. Like that literally was the title. Pretty like much, there's, yeah. There's no room for it. Like there's, you look at the matchups that we have coming, like they're all important. Every yeah. single one. I would agree. Yeah. And with that game too, it kind of felt like it, it was a great hockey game and it felt like throughout the entire, for, even after we gave up that first dumb goal, um, through the first, the second and, and the first part of the third period, it felt like we were a team destined to win that game. Yeah. I just felt like we were outplaying them enough to to get the bounces and to get the two points. And when we finally started taking the game over, it felt like, yeah, okay, this is justified. This is where it should be. Yeah. And then, obviously, when they came back and won it, it was kind of like, fuck, like, that was a game where we could have just used a bounce yeah. to win us that game because, you know, you did everything right in terms of the actual game plan, outplaying your opponent, but in mm. the end of it, like, the other team got the bounces. It, it just, yeah, it kind of comes down to, you know, like... That would you classify that as kind of like a greasy win by the Coyotes? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But you know what though? Like when you're, it obviously being on the other side of it is um, is shitty as a fan. But I find that you know, like in this part of the season, like that's how you're gonna get points. Like that's how you're gonna get into the playoffs is by yeah. just getting those bounces. Like you need a little bit of puck luck once in a while, right? And Arizona got it against you know a key divisional rival yeah and we were having a ton of it back in february but yeah since march and we had that four game losing streak i mean it's kind of gone there's been some stinker of games by the canucks but also just not getting the bounces going yeah and And i think sometimes like you know players can sometimes rely on that yeah in terms of like oh my god it's just like you know like if you're you're out front no one's around you and that sauce pass just kind of takes that one early hop and bounces right over your stick or something you know what i mean like stuff like that like um or or it's the puck just skids right across the goal line you can't jam it in like shit like that like i feel like those those plays are things that just like take the wind completely out of your sails um especially down the stretch too because like the canucks know their backs are up against the wall right now yeah, you know, like well, yeah, they know, they know the situation. They understand how close the, the race is, and yeah, and when you're giving up like back to back games where there's third period leads, or maybe it wasn't back to back, but two out of three games where you give up third period leads, mm-hmm. like that, that does not feel good as a team. No, it doesn't. And especially like I remember watching that third period and watching to fully roof it on Kemper, and then watching Pearson follow it up shortly after within three minutes, like mm-hmm. like those. Those are the times where you felt like, yep, this is the team. This is, We're going to win this game easy. And then when it doesn't go your way, I mean, now you're looking at the next game saying, shit, well, we so played. Now you now you really got to win yeah, this game. It's, it's, it's ever exponential, exponentially growing, the pressure. Yeah, absolutely. Like every time you lose a game, it just gets more and more. Yeah, especially especially now because it's like you can't, like earlier on in the year, like if you're at 40 games or even 30 games, whatever it may be, if you go on a four-game losing streak, it's not the biggest of deals. But yeah. now it's like when every single fucking point counts, like you can't afford to lose more than two games in a row. Like right now, the Canucks, like if you lose one, fine, that's cool. But you, you can't lose three. Like if you lose the other one, you better win the next. Like you have to. When that article says no room for error, it doesn't mean no losing games. Like you don't have to win every game. No, like you said, you can't go on massive losing streaks and you You have to play 500 hockey or like two and one hockey. Yeah. And you can't give up third period leads like they've been doing. So yeah, Um, But that kind of takes us to the Colorado game. So Mm -hmm. um, obviously when you hear that you had a chance to beat the Coyotes and you didn't do it, and now you got to go play Colorado. I mean, they were dealing with a bunch of injuries. They were probably just shitting their pants. Yeah. I I know I was. They had – I'm pretty sure they had um, 
they had Rantanen out of the lineup, Kadri, Burakovsky. They had a ton of injuries to their forward lineup, and yeah. I think Kale McCarr was out as well. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see him on the ice. Yeah. Um, and uh, Grubauer didn't start either. His no, but but Francouz, I think he was, I think he was the one that played, and he's been pretty much their de facto starter near, oh, the, really? near the second half of the season like oh, okay statistically i think they've split a lot of time but he's been the go-to guy when they need a big win which they haven't in a, in a long time but yeah i think if game one if they're both healthy i actually think he's got a good chance of starting so yeah you think hey yeah yeah it was um you know honestly like there were there were a couple times like i, I was watching the highlight package and I I loved seeing just Quinn Hughes go up against Nathan McKinnon. That was that's awesome to yeah. see. Um, I wish McCarr was playing because I feel like that would have just been such a good headline for everyone. Just yeah. like you got the two Calder favorites, they're both defensemen. They're both in a playoff hunt right now. Like I feel like that would have been yeah um, really cool to see. But I agree, dude. McKinnon just he's so fucking good man he's it's so insane. he's so good like it's insane i i wish like you know when you look around the league in terms of like flair like i really like the speed of someone i feel like that kind of just adds like a little bit more to their game like i love watching mcdavid i love watching mckinnon like just like really good skaters is yeah. something that i feel like you know do the canucks have you know what I mean? Yeah, I would like say, Pedersen doesn't have bursting speed. Quinn no, Hughes kind of does. Quinn but. Hughes does, but like even if you're looking at Calgary, like Johnny Gaudreau, like they're just like just so shifty and nimble on their feet. Yeah, I think that's just a little bit more exciting because you have no fucking idea of what they're actually gonna do. Yeah, which is kind of cool. So sweet story. Me and my girlfriend on the day of the game. I think this was Friday, was it? Uh, uh, yes, might have been Friday. Yeah, I think it was Friday. It was yeah, Friday or Saturday. I think. And um. So we decided we were going to go down and try and scalp some tickets that day. So we we go down. We get down around the arena around 7 o'clock. There was a bit of a ceremony pregame. So right. I think puck drop was at like 7.15 or so. Yeah. And so five minutes into the game, we're going around, talk to our first scalper. Guy comes up. Actually, a pretty nice guy. And shows us the tickets. He's got upper bowl tickets, second row, uh, near one side of the ice. So not the best ones. But uh, he wanted 100. We got him down to 80. So... That's the cheapest I've ever attended a hockey game for. Yeah. 80 bucks for a pair. I That's mean, I'm sure that there's definitely better stories out there of like getting, I don't know, like a pair for 50 bucks on a shitty game. Yeah. Um, but, but in a playoff race, though, against like a good team like Colorado. That's the thing. Yeah, it was like that's a, actually not too it's bad. It's a big game for the And what, for you the missed Canucks. the first five minutes? First five minutes. Yeah, that was big it. Deal. And there was, I think there was two goals that we missed. I think it was two I forget what it was. Yeah. I mean, we, we missed a, a little bit, but it was fine. Yeah. Um, so we end up sitting down, though, and and I very quickly realized I forgot what it was like to kind of sit in the 300s in a big game. Like, like people up, not, you have to kind of get lucky of where you sit because we were we, up near the end of the, up near the top of the 300s. There were some people that were shattered. Oh, <laughs> like 100%. an entire group of like 40 people. Like they were standing the entire game. Really? Completely shitter, just leading some random chance every once in a while. It was hilarious, <laughs> dude. I love it, man. There, there's something about like being in like the nosebleeds because like, yeah, those are just like the middle class people. Like those are, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they, they go there for like the hockey, but they also go there to like for the entertainment side of it as well. You yeah. know what I mean? I think it's always kind of nice. And there's some horrible hockey fans up there too. Like we were sitting beside a family 
and the dad was one of those dads who you could tell how invested <laughs> he, he was probably in the just game. screams at the raff at his son's he is, and his two sons are sitting right there and his wife and he's cussing <laughs> at the game he's like what a shitty call <laughs> and i'm like dude you're an idiot <laughs> oh we just need a power player and i'm like hey the ref can't just randomly give you a power you see player. that jimmy you do that with your stick you're not eating for a week <laughs> yeah like fuck oh my god so random but um to your point watching mckinnon in person like I very quickly was able to tell my girlfriend, like, 29 is the best player in their team. When you watch him with or without the puck, like, you can notice him. You know what You know you what he is? He, here's the term that I would use for, like, players that I like watching, especially McKinnon, is electric. Like, they just have that electricity to them. They get the puck, and they're just, like, Doesn't matter off. where they get it. Doesn't matter where they get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Be it's... Behind their net, and you're thinking, oh, fuck. Like, I would love, I, there There hasn't been a game where I've actually seen it, but I would love to see, like, just McKinnon, like, circle around the back of the night net, have the defenseman, like, standing back there waiting for them to get a change, and he just wheels around, just storms up, yeah, like, up to the center ice area, and just, like, full head of steam, like, definitely. and just watch him work. Yeah. Like, that would be fucking crazy. Quinn Hughes, there's definitely something up with him right now, too. I mean, he's it's been on record that he's kind of battling an injury. Yeah. And you can tell, even especially watch him in person, like, he's still got a bit of the, the nimbleness and the speed, but mm. he's a lot more prone to turnovers and just a couple bad plays a game now, it seems like. Yeah. And tough, I mean, but... But that was one of those games, again, we're talking about the Arizona game. That one, too, obviously, mm. was more of a must-win. Yeah. Against the more difficult team, yeah, I would say. I would say so, too. Way more difficult. And, it, But it's funny. As a fan, when you hear the term must-win, you kind of hope for, like, we've been talking about this a few times now, just an end-to-end victory, mm-hmm. like never-in-doubt kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. start with the lead. Yeah, like a blowout or something. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Or even just, yeah. like, 3 nothing. Mm-hmm. like, never really. Like a confidence booster win. Yeah, never-in-doubt. But that one was scary because, like, we constantly were in the driver's seat, but they were constantly catching up. Oh, yeah. And it was like, dude, like, you're one, one more power play away from the from losing this game. Well, yeah, from fucking disaster. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that can be said about Colorado is just, like, I feel like they're just that young that young gun team that like their foot is always on the gas like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. where you're at you they could be down fucking five nothing and they're gonna score a couple goals just to make you just just to make you sweat a little <laughs> bit it seems yeah especially the, the season they're having right now being one of the top teams in the west 100 I mean, they're at 88 points this year they're fucking dominating fucking josh on his stat game and yet today. they're still behind st louis I really don't want to play St. Louis. I really do not feel confident <laughs> I, in that. Yeah, I, I, that would very quickly from that would turn into a, like, oh yay, we made the playoffs. That's about it. But dude, here's the thing though. You you want something here, buddy? Sure. You want a little statistic? Canucks are twelve and zero against St. Louis this year. No. No. Okay. No. Sweet. Um, St. Louis has played sixty eight games, ninety points. Okay. Colorado has played sixty seven with eighty eight points. Colorado is literally a game in hand, one win behind, a tie for the division lead. Ooh. So things are getting spicy. So and right now the Canucks are oh my god, we're supposed we're man, we're pegged to play the Oilers, dude. That's hilarious. Oh baby. <laughs> barring barring how we're actually okay, so Well for, are the Oilers leading the division right now? Oilers are tied for the division lead right now. Okay. They're actually deadlocked. With Vegas, like same amount of wins, same amount of losses, same amount of OT losses. But they're given the first seed as of now because with, they, because of be regulation wins. Yeah. So, 
barring how this Vegas and Calgary game goes right now, which is three and a half minutes left to go in the third, three two for Vegas. It seems like it, it, it could be short. Could be short lived. Yeah, well, like, I, I, think... I don't want to play Vegas. If we're gonna go in a wild card, I I want Edmonton to win the division. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, let Calgary things, have Vegas. Talk about like a month month and a half turnaround, like. It was a month and a half ago where I said, I don't really give a fuck who we play other than the St. Louis. Like, I'm down to play anyone. Yeah. And here we are now. It feels like anyone we play, we're not, we don't really have a good chance of winning. But there's a three-way tie right now for points in the wild card, one, two, and three. Yeah. Vancouver, Nashville, and Winnipeg. And yeah. fuck, Minnesota is literally... If, if we get bumped by Minnesota, I'm actually going to light the city on fire. Well, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> we were saying you have to play 500 hockey. I think it might... Oh, it's a tie game now. That's actually the worst oh. case scenario for the Canucks. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> three, three. Let's go, Flames. <laughs> so now it's going to be a three-point game. Yeah. And now, now like, watch Calgary's going to pull out the extra point, too. So Canucks are just going to get fucked. Yeah. Thanks for the help, guys. Oh, baby. Matthew Kachuk. What a weasel. Let's go, buddy. Um, but <laughs> no, I, flattened I, I, think that, I think that one of those three teams, Winnipeg, Nashville, or Minnesota, one of them is going to play better than 500 hockey. So it's going to turn very quickly for us into having to play well i mean i mean the good thing about all that is though is they're all in the same division which means they're all going to play each other and they're one of them is going to lose yeah unless they all keep going to fucking overtime and they all keep getting points which would really ruin it (laughs) yeah which would actually fucking blow but the probability of that happening is very slim knock on wood yeah um but the i did have um a question here for you i actually have two um so Right now, like, do you think Toffoli is paying dividends for the Canucks right now? 100%. Yeah. This guy's scoring big goals. I mean, he doesn't – it seems like his only dividend is is scoring those big goals or not. It doesn't mm-hmm. – like, he doesn't carry play. He's more of a – he's more of an accompanying like – he's more he, of an accompaniment to the, yeah, to the, the I main think, product. I think he was brought in to be, like, depth scoring. Like, yeah. not third, fourth, but second line. Like, that's yeah. what he was there for. Exactly. And, and, yeah. and what I mean is that, like, during the power play, you're not going to see him lug the puck up every time. You're not going to see the, no. the him quarterback in the power play. or No. Or even but he'll just, be there. He'll yeah. always, like, be a part of those yeah. units. He'll be one of the six guys on the ice if you need a goal. Right. And he'll be... And he has constantly showed up getting big goals right now. So I think it's it's definitely paid dividends. And it's it's turning into the JT Miller effect where there will always be doubters on, oh, did you pay too much for it? But like... But I, right now, like, could you imagine if they maybe didn't have to fully? Like, are the Canucks in the same position that they are yeah, now maybe without, they don't, maybe without they don't, that scoring? Especially when he first got here. Like, yeah. maybe we don't have one of those wins. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah, for sure. Um, my next question is... Um, if you were to pick the biggest disappointment for the Canucks this year, what would it be? It might. It doesn't have to, have to be like a player. It could be a situation. It could be yeah. a road trip. It could be a skid. I, I don't. I don't really know. Interesting. Interesting. Like, question. what do you th- like? If the Canucks were to miss the playoffs, what do you think would be the blemish as to maybe? I'd why? probably say the kind of like. Um, the decline in Brock Besser's goal scoring. Okay. Just whether it's the not so much even the numbers. Like it's not that I want to see. Oh, Vegas four three with a minute. 10 wow. To go. There Riddick, you go. That's such a shit goal to let in, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Unless it was deflected, which I don't think it was. Which I but don't think it someone was. knock that kid out, please. Cheering at a home arena. Yeah, all right. Idiot. Um, oh, I think it went off defenseman's stick or something. So. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that it's not so much that we need Brock Besser to score forty goals. It. It's that in a season like this, he just hasn't looked dangerous with the puck ever. Yeah. Like, there's not that Brock Besser shot 
There's not any of that going on. It's it's you know he's a one touch rebound guy. It right just now. seems like a flat line. Yeah, like it's just like he's plateauing right now. Exactly, and it, it's tough amongst a team like this where the team's succeeding and he's kind of finding a different role than he probably expected. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean that's disappointing for the fans too to think like that was a guy you used to look at as might be turning into a forty goal scorer one day. But now the doubts in the air a bit about that. Yeah, I I would agree. I mean I don't think that's maybe the reason as to why, but I feel like, um, you know, that that's actually a really good point. I think Besser, yeah, he just hasn't really looked like the same player he did in his rookie season. Yeah. Um, now, I think, obviously, that can kind of attest to maybe he's not... Like, uh, with rookie scoring, I've always been kind of skeptical with it, just in terms of, like, okay, like, no one really knows how to play you, what your game is, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then it's more of a... Like, okay, it's like, we know what this guy can do. We know how good this guy's shot is. Like, eventually, you're going to have to add something to your game. And I just don't think Besser knows what that really is yet. Because he's not the fastest guy. He still has a wicked shot. But, like, you know, where does he where does he fit in? Yeah. You know, where does he fit in right now? With the, he's got, like, his passing is really good. Mm-hmm. Now, I it's wonder, gotten better. Yeah. I wonder if he... I wonder if he becomes more of a... Like, almost like a Phil Kessel without the speed, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, something like that. Like, people... Yeah. People, Phil Kessel has speed. He's not the fastest guy. Like it's, Yeah. I'd, I'd say his shot is better than his speed. But, mm-hmm. but you're right. Like, that's that's what he... I think that's kind of turning into the ceiling of his career at this point. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think, for me, I think the biggest disappointment is just the injuries. You know, it just sucks, like, having a lot of these guys out. Like, I feel yeah. like... You know, obviously Markstrom couldn't have come at a better or at a worse time. Um, You know, even Besser going down, even though he wasn't really producing as much as um, the Canucks would have liked. Uh, But like even Furlan with concussion, like you're paying him all this money and like, you know, this guy may never play again. Yeah, that's a that's a disappointment for everyone in that situation. Yeah, I think. But um, so tonight we got the Blue Jackets coming up, though. Blue Jackets. Another big game. Uh, it says on the score that we're expected to see Elvis Merzlikens come off the injured list oh, to baby. play the old Canucks. I mean, oh, the guy's baby. cooled down quite a bit since his miraculous start as a rookie, but um, no. he hasn't seen the Canucks at home yet. So no, watch the asshole is what yeah. we're saying for that one. Um, the the Blue Jackets played last night. They're also a team, probably the team in the league right now that is most defined by devastated by injuries. Yeah. I mean, they have almost every big name on their team that's out right now. Really? Got Seth Jones out, Cam Atkinson, Josh Anderson, Brandon Dubinsky, uh, a bunch one, of no-name guys. I think the only one left then is Zach Wierenski, which is still in yeah. the lineup. And there's some other guys. There's some other, like, uh, Gustav Nyquist, guys like that. Yeah. But tons of guys out for them. Um, so, I mean, we're staring at it again. It's another winnable game. It's another must-win kind of because of the situation. You got to beat these guys. Yeah. So. For sure. Um, yeah, I think Columbus, uh, last time we played them, we got fucking embarrassed. Um, it was, it was train, not yeah. a good game. Um, but I was actually, I actually just found one more stat here. This is going to be the busiest month for the Canucks in terms of games played. Really? Yeah. So um, before it was November, we played 15 games. That was like the most we played in one month. We're playing 16 now. It's more than a game every two days? Yeah. Yeah. I so, like that for conversion. Yeah, unreal. So there's nice. going to be lots of four-game heaters coming in. Absolutely. Um, we're one and one right now. So I think, what did we say, three and one? There's no way we could go one and three in this one. No. I, I think you have to win. 
you have to win these next two. Yeah. Against Columbus and who do we have the Islanders after? I believe so. I'm almost positive. Love it. I, I think the Canucks are going to beat the Blue Jackets tonight. I, I think so. Too. I, I, I have think. some. I have some good confidence in them tonight. I think they. I think they're going to come out firing. Yeah, this should be a team with a chip on their shoulder after after what happened last game against Columbus. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Uh, other than that, I think is that it. Pretty much wraps it up for the boys. I mean, yeah, we're sitting here. It's a Sunday. Daylight <sighs> savings just happened. Oh, Tons yeah. of blue sky to enjoy. Yeah. Um, golf season's right around the corner. Yeah. What else is happening? I think that's it. Rona season is here. Yeah. You guys got your Rona tips on how to avoid it, how to avoid your podcast getting infected. Yeah. We've got you covered on that. Wash your microphones. Pretty much, yeah. We actually probably should do that. Oh, come on, dude. What are we? Housewives? (laughs) The real housewives of stick and rank. (laughs) Embrace the germ, as Raf said. (laughs) Embrace the germ. Yeah. Yeah, and and go buy all the toilet paper from Costco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because apparently that just helps. Yeah. Let, let me bleach. wipe my ass because it smells like coronavirus. Yeah, because apparently there. if a pandemic breaks out, the shower doesn't work. Like, yeah, Jesus. if anybody's <laughs> gonna need to buy toilet paper, it's you, Josh. Yeah. Why? Why is it me? Because who knows if you've been shitting your pants this whole time? Fact. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah, stupid question. Shouldn't have asked that one. <laughs> all right, all right that that's it. it. What was that episode? Episode 80, uh, 40, what was it? 47. 47. 47. 47. See you later, 47. See you, nerds. Bye. Oh, harder, baby.